Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Shambles podcast. Uh, I think it's the second episode. Um, I don't actually listen to the podcast, I just make it. On today's show, we have got Pappy's, the hugely successful sketch act. Um, you can tell how successful an act is by how long ago it was since they did a gig for me. Uh, so Pappy's, that's coming up for three years probably, so that means they are very successful. In fact, they're so successful, they just had their own TV show, which in turn went so well that they've been offered a second series. So they certainly will not be gigging for me for a long time. Anyway, I caught up with them at the Soho Theatre before they were about to perform their last show ever figuratively titled. But is it their last show ever? Well, let's have a listen and find out. No, it's, it's probably not their last show ever, and we don't, I don't think I asked them that question in the podcast. But anyway, here they are. Alright, so uh, I'm joined by Pappies. Hello. Uh, hey, Harry. How's it going? Did you, did you just say that in the voice of a puppet? Then? Hey, Harry. Hello, Harry. It just kind of came out that way. I wasn't expecting it. Hey, Harry. Hey, Harry. You are, in, in all fairness, you're, in fact, if anyone looks like a ventriloquist dummy, it's Harry. What? You do look like a sort of, like a sort of, like a sort of... Yeah, it looks a bit like the cookie monster. Like it's just because he likes sitting on the old men's laps. I don't... So, I'm not exhibiting any of the hallmarks of a ventriloquist's dummy. No. Like, they don't have beards. Some of them do. No, they usually have rosy cheeks and a clean shape. Well, you've got... Yeah, in fact, if anything, I look like a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll finish there, I think. <laughs> so, uh, introduce yourselves for the listeners who may not have heard of you, just individually, so they know whose voice is Hello, do. everyone. I'm Tom. Uh, I'm Matthew. I'm Ben. Together with puppies. Hey. How many times have you said that, do you reckon, oh, in your career? Goodness. Yeah. Probably thousands now. It's almost like our sort of catchphrase. It's not a very good catchphrase, <laughs> but it's... it's a really shit catchphrase. Yeah, if your catchphrase is your own name, you know you uh, you I don't, don't know, know your catchphrase. Oh, Matt, and no one else knows it. James Bond, dude. I mean, he doesn't oh, just go okay. James Bond. Well, he does it in a way, doesn't he? His introduction is his catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't do it in a fancy way. It's just our own names. We don't say the, the names Pappy. Bond, James Bond isn't Pappies. particularly fancy. It's just repetition. I like it though. I, uh, but no, the thing was the names Bond, James Bond, because it had a nice little rhyme to it. You're not in the mood for this interview, are you? <laughs> well, no, but... <laughs> so, um, <laughs> when did we, we first met? About uh, five years ago, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe even more than that. When, when, when did we first meet? When was your uh, show in the tent? 2007. 2007, so, so about yeah, 2006. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to maybe go back to 2006. Let's do it. Oh, um, we yeah. <laughs> There was uh, there was quite a few of you in the old uh, Pappy's Fun Club, wasn't yeah. there? Like the original lineup. How many was it? Was it seven or more? I think yeah. That was kind of before it was a sketch group, though. Really, the the first nights we put on were called Pappy's Fun Club. There was like seven of us performing, and it was kind of us finding out what we wanted to do in comedy. So we'd all do stand up, we'd all do sketches. There was loads of songs. But it was all work in progress and it was all very sprawling. And it was just kind of mates doing, you know, doing a show really. 
So that wasn't really the first incarnation of Pokey's Fun Club, I would say. I mean, the, the, like, the room was the club at that stage, wasn't it? Rather yeah. than the group was the club. We were, we, we, we were part of a, a fun club, which happened to have a, a bunch of acts on who were the same acts every time. Um, but it was pretty much like the Pappy's Fun Club, the first lineup started in 2006, as far as I'm concerned. So what, how did that review show come together in the first place? Uh, it was just purely everything we want, like we had no idea what we wanted to do in, in comedy and sort of tons of ideas of what we wanted to do in comedy. So we just sort of threw everything together. We so, didn't want to be in comedy, that's that word. like I know you did, I remember Matthew was very, like not ambitious, but Matthew wanted to be a comedian, so he was out gigging, doing the circuit. Yeah. I'd finished university and gone back to Wolverhampton and I was making theatre with Ben, and I wanted to see Matthew still because we were still really good friends, and we'd, we'd had such fun at uni putting on shows, so we still wanted to carry kind on of do that, because it meant we'd see each other, because otherwise we wouldn't meet up just to hang out, really. So uh, I remember the main motivation, certainly for Ben and I, to travel down to London every month, was to see everyone, because there was a big group of you guys who were in London, yeah, and we were in Wolverhampton. And so I, I, I never thought, like... And the way I remember it is we never said, let's, let's get... A comedy thing together and see how what we could do in comedy. It oh, was no. like, it was like let's just get together and muck around. So yeah, yeah. It was, when I when I said yeah. in comedy, I didn't mean in the, within the industry. I wasn't talking about like as a career. It was just as a show. We didn't really like. It was lots of. We didn't say like we want to put on a show that's full of sketches, or we want to put on a, a show that's a series of characters or songs. It was literally. We were all doing stand-up. We were all doing songs. We were all doing yeah. characters. Anything went. Like you know, you could do you could do a like a funny monologue or. Um, that, you know, or, or recurring character, any, like, literally anything went. So it wasn't I, I, what I meant when I said like we didn't know what we wanted to do in comedy. It was more we just literally threw everything. So who were the, who were those seven people? Um, it was a guy called Dave, a guy called Sam, a guy called Steve, and uh, then Brendan Dodds, who eventually uh, we became one of the of the four of us, and it was. That, yeah. was the, that was Pappy's Fun Club between 2006 and 2009. We did like about 11 or 12 of those nights at the, uh, what was the name of the pub? Old Coffee House. The Old Coffee House, it was upstairs at the Old Coffee oh, House, yes. just off Coldwell Street. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And the audience were a recurring audience, it was mostly friends and family, I remember like Matthew's mum and dad were there most times, because it was like once a month, wasn't it? They yeah. used to come along yeah. every, like every month and... So very, it, was, it was always the same audience. Very supportive. So we were always kind of changing. We we had brand new brand new act every time. We were never like uh, getting an act together. It was like every show has to be brand new because the audience are the same. So we yeah. did that for like twelve months, and then you know, Steve had to go back to studying, and someone to do drama school, and people got jobs, and it just became like there seemed to be four of us who were like actually we can we can make you know we can make something that we can show at other people's nights here. Yeah, but I mean, we, we first started talking about going to Edinburgh and that and that was when it really kind of were like, it's a bit more of a commitment now, so yeah, we either do it or we don't. I think it was still up until about 2007, like a fun hobby. I definitely, you know, like I was doing stand-up and, and bits and bobs here and there, but it still wasn't our job by any stretch. It was, it was just something that we, we loved doing and yeah. was starting to, you know, other people were starting to like. Um, so first show in 2006. 2006. Uh, yeah, it was the Free Fringe, right? It was the Free Fringe, yeah, yeah. Midday um, downstairs at the Canning's Gate, which is the bottom of the Royal Mile. We start. I think the start. The show started before the bar opened. Yeah. Which isn't a great. That's not great. If you're no. if you're going to put on a gig in a bar, make sure it starts around the time slightly after the bar's opened. 
and the dressing room was the toilet, which was had just been bleached. So it was bleached at like half eleven. We got in at quarter to twelve. <laughs> set out our props. We couldn't put any props on the floor because it was so thick with bleach. Remember? Yeah, we were just oh, breathing yeah, in smell. Just, we always had very clear sinuses, though. I'll say that. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. We were clean as a whistle, though. It was, like, it was like Vicks Vapo, right? No, I think it's that No, no, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and, and yeah, we weren't the, funniest, we weren't the funniest sketch team, but we were certainly the most. Uh, like, you know, the, the weirdest smelling. The one that smelt most like a swimming pool. <laughs> Do you think uh, you smelling of beach, uh, bleach set you back that year? No, it maybe anything, stopped industry I think if anything, it was a selling point. I think yeah. it was really... Uh, they were like, oh, really sat up and every time, every time I, people opened a bottle of Dettol, they'd go, oh yeah, I remember those packs. <laughs> yeah. 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 We had a really nice year. It was loads of fun. <coughs> we, like, uh, we had to really work... You know, we had to fly her to get our crowd, so we were, we'd met. It was a really nice feeling. One that took a bit of getting used to, because like 2009, we we stopped having to fly for our shows. I think ourselves. Maybe 2008, maybe. Yes, yes. that's but the way we, the industry is making it. Well, that's it. But like, I know, as far as we're concerned, I think that really is. If, you, <laughs> yeah. if you'd have to fly for your show in Edinburgh, then bloody yeah. 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 And uh, but the, it was weird to get used to that because the nice thing about flying for your show is you get into the, you get on the stage, you look out at the room, and you can see. Okay, I I spoke to those ten. He spoke to those five. He spoke to those, and you go like, "Oh, we know these guys now." So like, you'd already had a chat with him in the in the street, because it was a midday show. Every yeah, lots of middle-aged couples with nothing to do in the afternoon, or you know, just yeah. wanted to get out of the weather. Or but that's also really good as well. And it was we, lovely. We performed to like a real spread of ages. Um, which is good because I still think like when we go out on tour, it's not just people in their twenties coming and seeing us. In fact, it tends to not be that many people in their twenties coming to see us. It's mm. lots of it's lots of families. So we've always we've always tried to do a show, obviously with our own sense of humour, that will appeal to lots of people. That we appeal to like you know that it's it's nice as well when comics' parents come and visit them in Edinburgh. They always bring their parents to come and see us, and I really like that. I think that's a really a really sweet thing. Yeah. So am I right in thinking that a lot of the 2006 show went into 2007? No, none of it. No, no. so it's a completely new show. Every show. Time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've always had a rule every year. We have no recurring characters. No recurring characters, no recurring jokes. No, so, and we've always stuck to that. <laughs> yeah. We've, well, we've joke structures, you have to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do the same joke in a different way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the words will be slightly different. Though. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but we have stuck to that, so even if... Uh, even like the other night, someone came here to see uh, our latest show, last show ever, and uh, someone sent a message on Twitter saying, can't wait to see the dinosaur. And we had to say, oh... That was 2009. 2009, the dinosaur, we don't do that. If you come and see us on tour, the good thing now is because we've got... Um, this is our sixth show. When we go on tour, touring the sixth show, we can do like our favourite bits from the first five shows in the first section. Yes. Which is always lovely. It's really, it's really nice. It's nice to have yeah. that kind of wealth of material. It's lovely. You could... Um, and it means that people... Something, there's something about sketches that it's a bit different to stand-up, that people want to see them a second time. A bit like Souls, when you go see a band. Yeah. People want us to do, like, uh, Dean the Dinosaur, that's always a popular one. Um, they want to it's see very it. much our brimful of ashes. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> do you worry you might be just known for that? Uh, oh, very much right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the dinosaur guys. Yeah. Well, it used to be the minstrel. Yeah, well, it's yeah. exactly. It's, and, like, that was that was great. Or oh, the Caesar sketch as well, mm. which we, we had for a long time. And stuff like that was great, because we... You know, people would like that sketch and see it in the first section, but they would be able to give them a brand new show in the second section of, uh, of the tour. It's really funny, guys. Lovely. Those old sketches as well, like it always goes in cycles of like, you love doing it, and then you get slightly tired of doing it, so you start yeah. fucking around with it, and that brings a new lease of life into it, so it goes better than ever, 
then you get tired of that so you start fucking around even more and then you essentially break the sketch yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like and, and every night you're doing it you're like ah oh, fuck this I'm gonna fuck this and then and then everyone realises Tom may be speaking for himself here. <laughs> <laughs> everyone realises oh, hold on he stopped it Nope. No, it's still still. Yeah. Everyone, uh, everyone realizes that the sketch is kind of broken now. So then you leave it alone, and then like seven or eight months later, you might pick it up again for a new yeah. thing and like realize, oh, there is something in this actually. Well, yeah, you sort of go further and further away from the actual script of the sketch yeah. until basically you're playing three characters who, for some reason, are going to talk about the career of Dodgy, <laughs> despite the fact that it's, it, aren't they supposed to be Julius Caesar and his two folk music playing friends? Yeah, it yeah. So it's, it's, it's it, I mean, that's that's kind of fun. When the audience goes with you and enjoys it, that's really, really fun. But there is a, there's definitely a point when you go, yeah, this isn't, this isn't what we wrote. So your most sort of memorable sketches, where do you think they come from? Is it like a team effort or does has someone individually come out of a concept and then obviously you all workshop it together, but are they like bolt of lightning in one of your heads or is it something you'll work on together it's, it's, and a, it... it's a real mix actually yeah. and sometimes like, there have been a few sketches that have pretty much arrived fully formed uh, like there's one in, in the last show the, who's the conduit business. for that though? well Tom came up with a really good sketch which is the medal ceremony where they, where they play their own music and that was pretty much when you suggested that that was yeah yeah. that was a fully, a fully formed sketch and, yeah. and that's you know we didn't do any extra writing on it and uh, it pretty much worked. Although then we added extra bits that were well, still that's in the show. I was going to say ev yeah. everything. Uh, I think the the best thing about being in a sketch group is you become so aware that you're you know you're so much better together. And and like ev I think every single thing that ends up on stage, it, even if the germ of it started in someone else's head, it's just ten times better because it's gone through. You know the, the 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 process, and the process really works because we, we we in fact we we rarely ever arrive for a meeting and go. I've got a sketch, guys. Hand out pieces of paper, read yeah. through it. What do you think? Like we've never had that. Mm -hmm. like, we'll have like, or we've had it a few times. No, 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 that's true. That's true. Because actually, even the medal ceremony sketch was a sketch that you came to us and described. I described. And then we yeah, wrote that's it. it. So it's that's always like it's always like you talk, you say like, "Hey, what about this?" And it's like. You, it starts. I think. I think verbal. I, we work verbally in the writing process an awful lot, and I think that's vital idea because yeah. once someone's written something and hands it to you, you have to kind of go, "Well, <laughs> nice, and this is good." And this, but if you're talking about it, or literally by talking about it, it becomes better because the guys have got like, and this, or you could say that. That'd be funny on that. And like, and I think, and, we, and that happens on stage as well. That's yeah. it, absolutely. And so by the time you've. Yeah, like if you, if you come with a fully full sketch, you only have to kind of break it down to its component parts to build it back up again. Yeah. In something that's kind yeah, of that's it. ready for the stage. So it almost takes longer. If someone comes with a complete sketch, it takes longer to go through that process because you have to kind of go, you have to kind of reverse it back down and then build it back up again. Pretty, pretty much anything we had as a, that started as a complete sketch didn't make it into this year's no, show. That's it, yeah. And you, you know, you, you say like we we like to think, oh, we've learned that now by experience. But fuck, it's the same every year. Every year we start to write a show again, and you realise you know nothing. Yeah. And like you know, and and we, I think we're quicker now in our process because we can cut out a lot of the, you know, we've got a good shorthand for yeah. how to get to that stage. And the end result every is the getting same. better. Yeah. Every That's year, it, every, yeah. the end result, I feel like every year we've managed to, um, to equal or better the show that we'd done the year before. 
Um, I think. Well, I think. Yeah. Well, I think the thing that matters to us is our own standards, really. And I think as long as we feel that way, then it doesn't matter. And, and I think that's what we'll always be like. Is like as long as we think this is a step up or a cha- like an improvement or a change, or we're doing something for a reason. And and, and you know that's what. I like about what we do really is that we all, I know the other two will never let me go oh well let's just do something like that again you know and that's it is a really nice feeling really yeah even if in the moment when it's happening you're like oh come, oh, on. come on let's just do the same oh, thing right. again or just do that again <laughs> oh it'd be so much easier surely yeah um, one of the core components obviously of Pappy's is your friendship so I'd like to talk a bit about like yeah absolutely. how did how did you guys meet originally well Ben and I met first in Wolverhampton at Sunday school, about ten, we were about ten, eleven, and like we hadn't met, we didn't, we didn't know each other till then because there were two different services at our church when Christianity was very popular. Uh, <laughs> back in the uh, two uh, shows a day. Oh yeah, day. yeah, it really yeah, was. Yeah, back in the day. Day. late eighties, early nineties, Christianity was all the rage. That, that and clackers in the playground. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so uh, it was either crucifixes or slap bracelets, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make a decision. So um, we, uh, my family were like yeah. at the Clark eleven o'clock service. Clarky's family were at the nine o'clock service, and we, so we'd, we'd always like say hello in passing. But uh, then the two service system died out, and we were forced into one <laughs> system. And we kind of met as like not like rivals really because he was like the 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 laugh the cad of the Sunday school from the nine o'clock I was like the cad of the eleven o'clock it's like that's, that's and then you kind of meet each other and it's like yeah you meet each other and it's like can we do like like jets yeah. <laughs> yeah and it was like well, I've heard about you and I've heard about you we got on really well and like very quickly we just you know we I don't know really, we just started making stuff together. We we started making sketches to show in church and <laughs> we, we we just like we we just gorged on like Wayne's World and Bill and Ted and all that kind of stuff and uh tried to put all that into you know, <laughs> into church. So we were doing lots of stuff like that. But it was and and then we and then I joined a youth theatre and Ben joined the youth theatre and we were making our own theatre. Were you into the religious part of Sunday school? Ben and I were very religious up until yeah. about the age of sixteen and then we joined a youth theatre and pretty much immediately stopped being religious. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny as well, I, I had the same thing because I was very religious until I went to university and I no longer played guitar at the front of the church. And it's like, oh, I'm a show-off. I don't believe in God. Yeah. I'm like showing God. I just want to have somewhere to perform. <laughs> I just had a weekly gig I could do. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. I never we, knew you guys were God bothering. Well, well, we kind yeah. of think that about Pappy. Well, no longer, like, we? Uh, we, we, when people ask us about the origin of Pappy and we think like, when we first set it up, we were like, Oh, we just came up with this imaginary guy who doesn't really exist, who we have to perform for. And we he kind sets of, us these slightly unreasonable tasks. He sets yeah. us these tasks. And it was only recently when we actually talked about it, we go like, we were all Sunday school kids. We yeah. Were, like, you know, yeah. Brendan was a Sunday school kid, we were all Sunday school kids. And it's like, we actually had to invent our new God, which was Pappy. <laughs> it's that is like, amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. nuts. But like, it's, it's, I don't think it's because it's, it's we're not very uh, creative. Also, also, we made a statue of gold, out of gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full idol. One day of um, milk. No, it is, it is one of those things as well where it's not that you're not, we're not imaginative, but I think a lot of people who, who sort of look at sketch comedy go, well, this, this isn't observational, it's not, it comes from no real experience. But like lots of the things that we have in our show come from real moments and real conversations and things that made us laugh initially. And I think the friendship is really important. Like there's a bit uh, in the show, which you'll see tonight, where we just sing the word beard over and over again. 
and it was just a thing we were doing in the car to make ourselves laugh. And then like maybe one of the final previews, we were like, should we pop that in the show? And it really worked, and it's a really great moment every night, yeah. singing the word beard about 70 times on the trot. Yeah. And then, but, but it was just a thing that made us laugh. It's just that we, we were three mates in a car chuckling about the idea of it, and yeah. now we're able to do that on, a, on stage. So, so the friendship is, is, kind of, is kind of key. Although, the flip of that is, if we ever have a sketch that we're writing and we write and we rehearse together that makes us die of laughter, it will it will go over so badly on stage. No, no it's one. Such a shame. It's a, it's a, almost a hard and fast rule. If you're laughing during the rehearsal process, no one will be laughing that night at the gig. Which <laughs> <Which laughs> is a weird. Bizarre what? So thing. if you are really enjoying rehearsing, the gig will be bad. No, if so we're yeah. really enjoying a particular sketch. Like if you've got a brand new sketch yeah. and we all think it's hilarious, and we're so funny. It, we're, just we're all going. This is brilliant. This is the best thing we've written. You can guarantee going to watch you. Just and it'll like never ever work. Uh, there are exceptions to the rule, but largely, if it's re if we've really got the giggles doing it, we can barely barely do it standing up straight. There are a few things which we managed to we managed to sort of change enough to make them into the sh to put them into the show. But most of the time, if we're chuckling a lot, the audience won't be. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of weird. It just proves our instincts are entirely wrong. Well, it's, it's that thing I maintain. Like, I still don't know what's funny and what isn't. No, you can never know until you stick it on stage. You just hope. never know. And uh, like, I like that about comedy because from moment to moment, you still don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I go, oh, I'm going to say something now because I think it's going to be funny. Oh no, it's not funny at all. <laughs> I, I just don't know. I just don't know. It turns out I just said a sentence, and that you don't know. And it's funny because that's when it becomes your job, and you're like, I just don't know. Like. Imagine being an air traffic controller and being like, I don't know where this plane is. I don't know if it's going to land or not. Oh, no, it's not landing. No, that wasn't the runway. Like, imagine having that in your day-to-day -day job. It's a guessing game. But that's right. what we have. We're yeah, like, effectively, exactly. this guessing game. Yeah. I'm going like, until I'm actually doing the job, I won't know for a fact whether I can do the job or not. Well, it's, it's nuts. It's, a, it's I mean, nuts. As we said earlier, the part of the writing process of, of just, like, doing things and doing them again in front of, front of an audience and how much we write on stage. And that, just because of that, really, you get a sketch up in front of an audience minutes. and you realise that it's just not... It's just not going over, but you kind of go, I think there's still something there, so you take it away and rewrite it. And, th and certain sketches eventually have to leave, and other sketches, just some sketches that are now some of our favourite sketches, they took so many different rewrites. Some sketches get, get whittled down to one line. Yeah. You know, I sometimes, like, when you, when you start with a whole sketch, yeah. and then you whittle it down and go, what's the funny thing in this? It's a one-liner <laughs> joke. There's a great sketch in tonight. I say a great sketch, I say to myself, but, like, it's a two-line sketch that I... And this is a, one of those instances where I said, guys, I've got this great sketch. It's like, this happens, it's in a shop, a guy takes a machine back, it's faulty, blah, 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 this happens, this happens. I wrote it out, like five pages, and uh, we tried it, and it was shit. And uh, I said, there is something in this, and Ben went, yeah, but what's in this is literally this, then that. And we were like, well, that's it, then let's do that. And we do it, and it's like cracking. Yeah. And it's like, it's really funny. But it is that thing, like, it is that thing every, every year. One of the things you... One of the things we didn't know in 2006 that we do know now is that you can you can throw stuff away and you can rewrite. We almost never did that in 2006. Mm. Our first show, we had bits that consistently didn't work, but we thought they were funny, <laughs> and so out, we would send Ben out to say this. <laughs> <laughs> still, still some of my favourite moments of him having he had a speech called like Lancelot's Quest, and it had Lancelot's four jokes, had four jokes in it that were bad jokes. Yeah. Not even really jokes. No. <laughs> they were, they were sentences, sentences that were a bit weird. Yeah. But and every night it would die. 
or every afternoon, it would die. But we, still, we just didn't take it out, we didn't change no. it, we didn't think... The show was overrunning, we didn't think, oh, let's just take that bit out. Let's boil it down to just its down to little component parts. Which is, if you come on saying, hello, here's the next thing. <laughs> yeah, um, basically, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But, so, but now, and it's, again, in 2007, I think we got an idea that worked okay and kept it in. Uh, and never went back and went, this works okay, how can you make it work brilliantly? And I think now the thing we do more and more is take a thing away, dismantle it, put it back together and say, look, this this is going to work better. And when it does, then it's in the show, yeah, it's earned yeah, its place yeah. in the show. Um, it's funny, it's, it, like, it's, it's so funny to look back on 2006, 2007, 2008, even, like, even uh, as late as la the last show we did, just going, wow, we... Well, you know, it's quite ballsy to put some of that stuff <laughs> out there. Well, it'll be the same the next show, yeah. like looking back on this one. Yeah. Yeah. And we left that bit in, which yeah. had a 50-50 yeah. success rate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so going to have to finish up soon. So I just want to talk a bit about your TV show. Yes. Yeah, the all-important TV show, The Holy Grail for any comedian. Uh, uh, I mean, well, the yeah. Holy Grail for us is actually the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Grail very much is our. Yeah, we covered that I think, earlier in the interview. What we didn't yeah. want to say is that uh, one of the other original members of Puppy's Fun Club drank the wrong cup and <laughs> turned very quickly into a skeleton. <laughs> we didn't want to mention that, but uh, poor old Steve Purcell, sadly. Uh, no. <laughs> the, um, so the, you've had a few. You ha you've had a few goes at TV, and this is your first proper shot. Well, this is our first. This is our first series. Yeah. And it's a sitcom, so it's the first time we've done that. But I think the holy grail for us is to keep doing it. The holy grail for us is to keep on. Hi, I've got Tory upstairs. Oh. No, no, not not till after the show. Uh, um, sorry. There we go. Insight um, into some behind the scenes going on. Yeah. It's just a, a, a friend of ours has come. Yes, but we won't be able to have a chance to chat to them. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Yeah, I think the, the, the holy grail is to keep on doing comedy. That's the main thing. And hopefully, in doing this TV show, more people will see us, more people will like us. It's the same with doing our podcast, really. We treat it the same way. It all keeps us ticking along. It keeps us excited in what we're doing. Yeah. And hopefully, we'll encourage more people to come and see shows like the one we're doing at the moment. Because, like, and, and, and it, it, it sounds like bullshit, but it truly isn't. Like, we never said to ourselves, like, Let's get a TV series, and it like so. It really isn't the Holy Grail now. I, I think for me, still the Holy Grail is Edinburgh. Like I think I love when you go to Edinburgh and your show works in Edinburgh. Then you go like, did it? Yeah. Like I love that feeling, and that for me is the Holy Grail of every. And it happens every. The, the great thing about that is you'll never be happy because it has to restarts every year. But you know. It, yeah. But like, and I love that. But like, we never said like, let's get a TV show. Uh, it's that it's just wanting to carry on working together and wanted, wanted to just be you know wanted to keep on getting away with it, isn't it? It's that feeling because you, you're in such a great job and when you can when you can actually make a living by doing it, you're like, fuck me, how, how did I manage this? Like how lucky are we that we get to do this? Like, you want to just be able to keep on getting away with it, you know? Today we had to we had to get up you know earlyish about about sort of seven in the morning, which is sort of you know, normal time for most people. But we had to get up to dress up as heavy metalers and pretend to be in a heavy metal band, and that was pretty much our entire day before this gig. And I was grumpy on the way to work. I know. But I remember thinking as we got here, like, that's, that's, it's the stupidest job in the world. Let's hope no one finds out, you know, because yeah. it's so great that we are, we're that's able it, to yeah. do it. So, the, yeah. That's and the TV is. show was like that. Like, I mean, like, we've done previous tellies things, and people always talk to us like, that was your shot at doing telly. But what happened was... Guys called us up and said, do you want to make a TV show? And we were like, of course. And they were like, okay. And we were like, well, this is what we do live. And they said, well, let's try and put it on telly. 
and we did in a short amount of time with a budget. We watched it back and we're like, oh, it's not quite right. And that's it. But then people watch it on telly and think that's what they've been working towards. And it isn't. It's just something we did. Yeah. And this is the same. I mean, like, this is just something we did. We wrote a sitcom, one script, and we loved it. Kept on showing it to people, saying, like, this is, it'd be lovely to do a sitcom. Um, and then finally they got, they picked it up and very quickly said, yeah, write five more episodes. And we suddenly realised we've been sitting on one episode for two years. <laughs> not even thought, not once, about other episodes. What could we do? So they said, what, what else have you got planned for the series? And we were like, oh, Lots. Uh, oh well. Oh, we'll have to go back to our computer and and, uh, and find the file. But it's and then it. immediately running to a computer and spending the entire weekend writing like oh, I don't I don't know uh, the, all the food in the kitchen comes to life. Oh, oh, God. Yes, yeah. Um, and it was just like so you know it is just it is just something else that we've done and it was so much fun to do. It's brilliant. You get to you know it was wish fulfillment being able to. Uh, Write your, your, your yourself as a part. <laughs> like it's, it's so much fun as a writer to be like. And then Tom comes in, yeah. in slightly tubby. He's got a yellow t-shirt on. Yeah. And it's like I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, you know. Um, but uh, we'll see, you know. Um, and it won't be. It won't be like. I don't think it'll be a make or break thing. It's not going to make us or break us. It's not going to be. It's just another thing that we've done, mm-hmm. and it'll mean we can do more things after it. Mm-hmm. I, think. I think if there is any holy grail, it's staying together, isn't it? Yes, That's the holy yeah. grail, really. Yeah, that it's... and the Oscars. Oh man, imagine winning the Oscars. Or do you, we're just watching the Oscars. Oh yeah, yeah. Because we, we missed it this year. We had an early start, didn't we? <laughs> oh, I, I did a gig in New York where we had to. Uh, Make wry comments whilst the Oscars were going on. Oh, that's my dream gig. Oh, that's my was, Twitter feed. I'm telling you, oh. it was the worst gig I've ever been involved in. And you, you've been at some of my gigs. gigs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the perfect way to end this, I think, by talking about Harry. We do, yeah, we have to get rid of it. Yeah, cool, man. All right, what? so uh, when will the. just like give the show a plug I guess oh the show is called Bad Alts it's yeah. going to be on BBC3 uh, hopefully around July time but if you keep watching our Twitter feed and our website which is at Pappy's Tweet Twitter and Pappy'sComedy.com uh, website then you can find out we'll put the details all up on there cool thank you so Cheers. much thank that's alright good Always to see you what a pleasure yeah. exchange that was great <laughs> yeah, get out of that <laughs>